From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Thursday, March 17th. This week, Lake Powell dipped just below its target elevation. That means water in the reservoir only has to dip another 35 feet before the Glen Canyon Dam stops generating hydropower. Why? There won't be enough water for the turbines to work. So you can place your bets now on when you think that's going to happen. No, really, local Sam Van Wetter is taking them. So yeah, one day I decided to start a betting pool. I've asked my friends to predict the date that the lake level will drop that crucial 35 feet, introducing air into the turbines and no longer producing electricity. He says most of his friends are predicting the turbines will go still this July and August. Others say it's going to take a few more years. Whoever's right will get a doomsday prize. If you are the one who guesses the date closest to which Glen Canyon Dam ceases to produce electricity, uh, there's a there's a t-shirt prize available. It says something like, I'm living through the apocalyptic aridification of the desert southwest, and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. In this situation, Van Wetter is calling himself a herald of the aridification era. There's another Moabite who has been very vocal about the not-so-mighty Colorado River, too. John Weissite of nonprofit Living Rivers. This past weekend, he held a macabre celebration at Lake Powell, paying tribute to the 20th century scientists who predicted this very situation for the 21st. To me, it's a celebration because there are a lot of smart, wise people who said this before I was even born. So, of course, I I just dropped what I was doing and I just went. I wanted to see for myself what low elevation at Lake Powell looked like. And I'm just sad they're not here. And I got to see what they predicted. They figured it out 70 years ago. Weisheit says the Colorado River is now, predictably, quote, on life support. He attributes its poor health to overallocation. Couple that with persistent drought, and we get where we are now. Locals like Vanwater regularly refreshing the government webpage that lists water totals at Lake Powell. I'm looking at it at least once a day. He admits taking bets on when hydropower stops at Glen Canyon is a little doom and gloom. But he says... The best antidote to doom is uh, pragmatic leadership and forward-thinking planning um, so that we don't get so far down the road that we look back and say, gosh, I wish we had done something in the summer of 2022. So what are water managers doing? Well, the Bureau of Reclamation has set aside $2 million to study infrastructure alternatives at Glen Canyon Dam. In an email, a spokesperson told KZMU News that they're still early in that process, but looking at, quote, what we can do to ensure we can continue to generate power at the dam and still meet our water obligations under the Colorado River Compact meaning they're studying how to keep the lights on and the water flowing. Glen Canyon Dam potentially dropping below minimum power pool used to be seen as more of an academic thought exercise. And now there's about a 25 to 30 percent chance that it could happen within the next five years. 
That's Lisa Myman from the Western Area Power Administration, or WAPA. She explains that the Bureau of Reclamation is in charge of the Glen Canyon Dam, but WAPA is in charge of getting the hydropower it produces to customers. 700 customers, to be exact, which include rural electric cooperatives, municipalities, state and federal agencies, and tribes. Maiman says that even though, as of this moment, the dam can still produce electricity because of the low water pressure, the quality of that electricity just isn't what it used to be. Because the lake levels are dropping and are lower, we're seeing less efficient hydropower production. So we're seeing fewer megawatts being produced per acre foot of water that's passing through the turbines at Glen Canyon Dam. This is an effect known as hydraulic head. Water pressure from higher lake elevations pushes the water through more efficiently through those turbines so we get more megawatts. So lower lake elevation, less efficient power production, even though the same amount of water has been going down to the lower basin. Last year, Maiman says WAPA had to raise their prices. Their contracts mandate that they provide a firm megawatt amount to their customers. And if they can't do that with hydropower, they have to make up the difference on the open market. And she says that has become increasingly expensive for a number of reasons, not least of which is there's simply less hydropower in the upper Colorado River Basin. Water managers knew this was coming. Last summer, they predicted Lake Powell would drop below its target elevation by the spring. So they released supplemental water from upper basin reservoirs like Blue Mesa and Flaming Gorge to protect power generation at Glen Canyon Dam. And right now, managers are reducing the amount of water they're releasing from Lake Powell. They're aiming that this release and hold strategy will protect the dam until spring runoff. The Bureau of Reclamation says they are also considering modifying the Glen Canyon Dam, studying if it's possible to somehow produce power below the current minimum water elevation. But that strategy, again, is still in its planning phases. As for Maiman, she says the Western Area Power Administration is working very closely with the Bureau and asking, What what are our options if Glen Canyon Dam were to reach that elevation? And those discussions, she says, are well underway for Probably the first time in our uh, in our history. It seems highly likely that these reservoirs are going to go empty. We're trapped to our infrastructure, and now our infrastructure isn't going to work. Weisheit again. In his mind, we've been here before, over a century ago, when Congress agreed to fund irrigation projects for arid lands in the West, leading to the damming of nearly every major Western river. He says we're back to the beginning. We didn't have the water back then. To use, it went into the ocean, and then we intercepted it, and now we're back to zero. We've emptied our reservoirs. We're back to exactly where we were. Well, not completely. The 40 million people who rely on the Colorado River are new. Millions, depending on threatened infrastructure and resources. That's the Colorado River near Moab, over 100 river miles from Lake Powell and the Glen Canyon Dam. Here in Moab, there's a history of activism surrounding the lake and the dam. Wysite says Lake Powell turned him into a Colorado River activist. And then there's local boatman, Ken Slight, who, in his 90s, still keeps his memory of a free-flowing Glen Canyon alive. Van Wetter calls the Glen Canyon Dam a 
real monument to the way in which we as people think that we can take advantage of topography um, and use it to benefit human populations, despite the fact that those human populations might have no justified existence in the places where they do exist. In April, the Bureau of Reclamation says they'll release their plan to prevent Lake Powell from dipping below its minimum power pool. In their documents, they actually don't use the word prevent. They say minimize risk, because while spring runoff may stave off the worst, risk is ever-present. If anyone else is feeling like uh, the aridification is breathing down their neck, uh, let me know. Vanwater is still gathering bets on hydropower loss, and he says he would love to hear different viewpoints from the community. People should email me. People should email me telling me that we're wrong and that we have many more years of energy production at Glen Canyon Dam. I would love to receive that email, uh, but if there are other other pre-doomed doomsdayers out there, I'd love to hear from you too. Find his contact information as well as lots of links to this issue in the show notes of today's news. I should say there's also an engineering contest happening now, sponsored by several nonprofits, to phase out the Lake Powell Reservoir. Find more on that in the show notes, too. And that's the KZMU News for Thursday, March 17th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.